Okay, I think we're good now. I hope so. Yeah, uh, it sounds. Yeah, it yeah, looks like go. it. Yeah, I'm a go. quiet talker. It might just be that. <laughs> I don't think. I think I was just me. Oh, uh, there fuck, we go. Fucking up too much. <laughs> I'm such a rookie at recording things. Ah, uh, it's nothing. That's why in the other podcasts, it's it's either like the guest is incredibly loud or I'm incredibly <laughs> loud. And there's like always like these little noises and like updates happening with my computer that like <laughs> cut it off. I don't know what. I don't know what the deal is, but this is an You old have computer. to update your computer at some point. I know. I have this other one here. I have a whole second computer sitting on my desk for anyone listening that I don't use for recording for whatever reason. It's super fast, but Ooh. I have Cakewalk on it and I don't know how to use it. I don't know how to use <laughs> the hell's Cakewalk? I, I don't it's some recording program that, that Buddy, our drummer, uses to he oh. used to record us and he knows how to use it, but I'm, I'm still like in the. <laughs> They're in all the, the same. Age. Some are just prettier. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like. I've, I know how to use this, so I'm like so afraid to use it. Studio one. Yeah, that's what we use at school. Really? I was thinking about buying it, but my teacher was like, "It's shit. Don't buy it." <laughs> I was like, "But it looks so cool. Like you can do so much stuff." There is a. I'm so accustomed to the effects on it. Like I can't get away from it. What's what school do you go to? I go to CCAC. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah, cool. I'm a little upset because uh, I'm going in my last year next in like january mm-hmm. and after that they're upgrading the pro tools from oh. studio one <laughs> and it's like such a huge difference that and is. i'm really upset that i'm not gonna be able to learn on it yeah or i'm gonna have to retake the same classes yeah what an learning upgrade on that. that is yeah they yeah. go to logic or something i know like, Take oh, baby as soon steps. As leave, we're gonna we're gonna give everyone else the best possible software sorry <laughs> it's cheap so i don't care <laughs> is pro tools cheap no, going to school is cheap. Oh, going to school is cheap. Pro Tools is like 500 bucks, yeah. I think. Okay. I thought it was like 800 Probably. And they knocked it down. I'm going to have to Studio One's like 50 bucks, so I'm... I... This one was like 400 bucks. Oh, but is that I got artist? It. I think or... it's the artist one. Yeah. I got it a long time ago, though. I've had it forever. But that's besides the point. <laughs> Nerd talk. <laughs> Nerd talk. There's going to be a few episodes that I know are just going to be like all gear talking. It's... Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> Six we can hours of talking about of Fuzz Wars. Oh, my God. I've been thinking so. Oh, my God. I need another Fuzz pedal, even though I'm, like, perfectly happy with mine. What pedal do you use? I have a Boss, like, FZ2, I think it is. Is that the red one? No, it's a gray one. Uh, I got it off of eBay. Oh, nice. Yeah. Did the, you see that they made a an all-blacked-out Fuzz War? Did they really? Yeah, Jeb sent me in on Instagram, and I was like, it's the same fucking thing, but I need it. <laughs> I think it costs more too. That's how I am. If I see anything that's different, I'm just like, I need to have that. Don't you have like six SGs? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, four SGs, but who's counting? I have, yeah. They're all so they're all so pretty. I got I got the blue. I I had the white one and the I had a white one and a red one and I sold the red one and then um, I had. Uh, Sunburst one that I never ever used because it was a robot. It was like one of the robot SGs. Oh, from the self tuning things. And I took off the self tuning thing because it sucks so bad, but I still <laughs> never use it. And so I just bought two more to make up for it for whatever reason. There I you didn't, go. I didn't the blue one looks like it's in a little bit of disarray. Oh, it's but yeah, it's, it's worn down. Super pretty. I picked it up the other day. I played one thing. String broke. And I was like, <laughs> All right, and I'll sit there for six more months. But. Aww. <laughs> 
You use the yellow one now, right? I use mainly the yellow that one. That one's yeah. nice too. How many you use mainly you're just an explorer, right? Yeah. I I have three electric guitars. I have a Les Paul, a Strat, and the Explorer. A Strat. I feel like that's that's weird for you. I got it when I was like twelve. Oh, okay. and I used to be a- super <laughs> big in the Green Day. So I was like, I, I just want to play Green Day riffs. This is perfect. Please tell me it has stickers all over it. It has one sticker on it. <laughs> It has a, I forget the name of it, but it was up at Black Forge. Yeah. Do you know that, um, oh fuck, what was it? It was like that dude that hacked into some news station and he had a mask on. Was it the V for Vendetta mask? No, it was like some, I forget what it was, but the sticker says, uh, reality is fading or something. <laughs> and it was, it was, it, I think it happened in like the nineties, maybe. It's perfect for a Green Day fan. <laughs> Got to put my initials yeah. on the pick guard. Yeah. Get the the uh, the red tie. And oh my the, god! And the <laughs> Everybody has to match. It's perfect. Yeah. Um, all right. So, anyways, cut out the banter. There's always a little bit of banter in these podcasts. Um, third episode of Steel City Deathcast with Nate Cross. I'm the host, Nate Cross, um, aka unnamed host number one. Um, today in the bedroom studio. We have Noah Summers. Hello. Cutting Ties and DIY Amputations. The second one doesn't matter. <laughs> the first one, yes. The second cutting one ties. matters a lot to me. To people like me who It matters to, that to everybody except me. <laughs> Everybody's so all about it. And I'm like, this is dumb. It's funny because every time I ask you about it, you do have that reaction of just like, yeah, it's whatever. I'm like, it's made so well. It's like, fu- it like tickles me. I don't know. Like, but that's the thing. It's made so badly. No, it's made so well. I, if you saw how we wrote music, you'd be appalled. <laughs> Like it's. I'd love I, to sit in on a session just to watch. It it's like fifteen minutes. Yeah. I'll like think of like three riffs. Yeah. Just program the shittiest drums I can, p- record them. Then I'll give Zach a microphone. He doesn't do lyrics. He doesn't do anything. He just says whatever. He just screams, does whatever he wants, <laughs> and I'll put effects over it to make it sound like a toilet bowl. It sounds great. I mean, maybe it, I'm just. It's it's definitely a lot of fun, but I'm just kind of surprised with how well people have received <laughs> how, it. Yeah. Maybe like we it's gotta, just me. Maybe it's just the type of music I listen to because I just love that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, I love but, that kind of stuff too, like yeah. Full of Hell and shit oh, like Full that. Oh, Full of Hell's amazing, but yeah. It was just like, we got a show offer. We didn't even like reach out for that. And Zach <laughs> was like, that was the- um, Or just the, the, the grant. Mm-hmm, the grant show. He, like, he reached release. out to us. Yeah. And when he asked, I thought he was asking Cutting Ties to play. Yeah. Then he said, no, DIY amps. And I'm like, Oh, okay. It was perfect. It was an awesome set. It was great. It was like 15 minutes of just like hilarious noise, and I loved every second of it. And even like people that I was there with who don't listen, who I know don't listen to that stuff, were like, that was really fun. I was like, yeah, it was. (laughs) It's definitely a lot of fun. I'm just shocked by how much people. Yeah. want more of that right i have more questions about it later oh, I, I wrote a- <laughs> i'm excited <laughs> yeah but um anyways yeah so we have no- so noah summers is here noah is in uh you're in cutting ties and diy amputations yes um cutting ties has a new ep coming up yes we soon. do it's coming out january 10th yeah it's called bedlam yeah. and uh right after that the next day we're playing a release show with some of our buddies it's not really a release show it's just like it happened to be after we're putting out the EP. So it just worked so, out. So it, yeah, yeah, it worked out perfectly. Um, playing with Gator Shakes, Arch Rivals, and Fortune Teller. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a fun show. It is going to be sweet. I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the EP as well. 
Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you a few questions about Cutting Ties because, okay. like, before I ask about the EP, Cutting Ties is a a relatively new venture. It's yeah, a new we band. um we started up in March, I think. So it was this year. Yes. Wow. Like formed the band and everything. Mm-hmm. Or was that like when recording started? Um, we um, I wrote a lot of songs for the band that I was previously in yeah. that we oh. didn't get to use. Yeah. So I was uh. I sent I show them to everybody. Yeah. There were some that they liked, some that they didn't. So yeah. we uh kind of worked on a few things and then um it everything kind of just fell in pretty naturally. Yeah. We um I've been playing with Zach for about 2 years now. Right. So we already have a lot going on. Never really played with Brandon, who's our drummer, and uh but he just knocks it out of the park He's all the time. He's crazy. He, I was shocked like yeah. he uh he can just fit in wherever you put him. Yeah. Like he really can play crazy. whatever you need him to play. And he it's awesome. Up, he uploads those videos on Instagram of him just yeah. like jamming out and he'll, it'll be like jazz or metal. I'm just like, this guy. Is I feel like crazy. we're holding him back sometimes <laughs> just cause we're just playing four, four fight riffs all the time. Yeah. But it's still like, I don't know. It's, it's he's wild. Great. It's he, wild. Uh, he's very, very open to new things and Versatile. he also presents a lot of new things yeah. so it's great working with him it's great working with everybody in yeah. the band because we all have like right different interests different in what styles. we want to do so if we just kind of mash them all together yeah. something new comes out of it and it's really cool yeah. before we get into that i wanted to ask because you so you mentioned that you were in another band before remission yeah right? they, <laughs> so remission was an original death club band before cutting ties yes and that went away so how was how's the trans like what was the transition like from like being in remission to being in to starting cutting time like how did that go um the guys might get mad at me for saying it like this but okay. it was very easy for me okay. because well we actually played a show with the lineup we have now as remission oh okay and then because originally i think we were just going to keep the name yeah but then we were like, no, we shouldn't do that yeah. just because Remission went through so many lineup changes. Yeah. So it wasn't even really the same band. Almost everybody was gone except me and Zach. Mm-hmm. So we just decided to start completely fresh, drop everything from that and kind of move on and do our own thing. That's we cool. um, we do still play a Remission song, which is kind of fun, but I think we're going to try to make it a Cutting Ties song. What song is that? Is uh, that wait, not released? It is released under remission. It's called Filth. Okay, I like I I know that one. Yeah, like it's it. the one we usually close our set with, yeah. just because we uh we all agreed that it was probably the best remission song yeah. that was put out. No, and I I loved all the remission songs. I remember like when I found out about you guys, because like I do secretly like love hardcore. I mean, I'm not it's not really <laughs> a secret. I guess just no one knows that. But uh, like, yeah. I love hardcore music and stuff. And I was always looking for a local hardcore band. I found you guys. I listened to you guys for like three days straight. It was, well, thank it, you. Was, it was great. But um, so you have a lot of lineup changes. You did have a lot of lineup changes, new members. Did you guys mm-hmm. know each other like previously from other bands? Um, we've, we knew a few people just because we played shows with them before. Mm. Whenever I, whenever we joined Remission, whenever I joined Remission though, it was uh. I only knew our drummer at the time, okay. so everybody else was new to me. I yeah. was never really in that scene, like oh, hardcore. Okay. Yeah, because I always played shows with a, uh, like Fortune Teller. Yeah, with um uh, with Johnny H forty five. So that's right. kind that's kind of how I got in the right. music. So I'm still learning a lot about it, but. So if you weren't, 
in hardcore bands or like hardcore shows like mm-hmm. what did what kind of music were you playing first before hardcore stuff well um i was in a band in high school it was the first band i was like actually in that actually gigged called 51 and uh, we played like uh we described it like Pink Floyd meets Metallica. Wow. So it was like very slow songs yeah. with like melodies, but then there was like thrash bits in it. Oh, that's pretty wild. It was awful. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that was like my first band that I was yeah. in. And the first show we played, we played with a band called Facebox. And I don't think they're around anymore. Okay. And we also played with Johnny Hates 45s. Uh-huh. And then... I don't really know why I was in 51 because I like Metallica, but I never wanted to play it. Yeah, sure. I was like always into like Green Day, Dead Kennedys, Black Flag, stuff like that. You're more of a punk, like hardcore punk guy. Yeah, exactly. So that's why whenever somebody from high school said that Johnny's was looking for a guitar player, Mm. so I was like, fuck yeah, I'm in. Yeah. And then that led on. I was in that band for two, three years, I think. Yeah. And that I'm still was like trying to get a shirt from that band. <laughs> I'm sure if you hit up Grant, he'll give you one. <laughs> I've asked, but he, he says that there's like one left. But wow, yeah. we got rid of them. Wow. <laughs> I know there's like one hanging up in the Death Club space. Yeah. But... Well, I think for like a year, the Johnny's merch bin was sitting at Roboto. And people just were taken from it. I don't know if they were taking from it because uh, yeah. somebody would always message me from the board, being like, "Hey." Your merch is here, and I'm like, it's not mine. <laughs> it's Grant's. It's not mine. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it funny how like merch, like you, like merch is such a big deal, and then after you realize you, I like, try to sell it at shows, and you sell one thing, you're just like, fuck it. <laughs> I don't care about <laughs> so it. So much money. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but then you just give them out to people. Yeah, that's what that's what we end up doing. We yeah. Just pay a bunch of money for merch. We get excited about it, and then we're like. Everyone can just have this for free. <laughs> this I think I, going back to remission, I think I gave away like 20 remission shirts. Really? Yeah. Well, there was a gig that we played where we all wore crop tops of old remission shirts. Okay. And then I think all of Daisy Chain also wore crop tops of remission shirts. This is pretty funny. I think I, I think you asked for some forever ago. I still have three larges sitting at my space. I think I did ask for one a while ago. I need to bring them. Was to it you. the one with like the demon logo on it? Mm-hmm. I think that's the one I asked for. Well, or, I, I think I have all three. If you want all three, oh, I definitely love all three. <laughs> okay. I'd rock them. There's like an orange one. I know that. I know there was like an orange one with like graffiti on. Yeah, it, which is cool. I love that one. Yeah, but everybody fucking hated it. Really? No. Whenever, I like whenever we dropped it, people were like, "Why the fuck did you do that?" And I'm like, "It's different." From, I thought it was cool. It's different than the than the regular like hardcore looking shirt it doesn't have like the spike in like it's not black and white yeah there's not blood all over there's it not blood it's great <laughs> yeah. i thought it was cool but i do like that it's a, it was a cool switch up yeah but um yeah so you mentioned before that you were in you're in more like punk and and stuff mm-hmm. but i mean this is i would call cutting ties i don't know what genre you would call yourselves but i would say more like um, what metalcore is that yeah is that probably is? i'm not too well versed in it's metalcore is such like a wide term yeah there could be like two bands that sound completely different that are metalcore so i'd probably just throw us in there okay well, who are who are just just to <laughs> clarify like who are metal like what's a metalcore band who's an example of one? um do you know the band converge yeah i love converge converge is, that, is, is that metalcore? metalcore and do you know asking alexandria i know who that they're I don't also metalcore. To them, but so okay. it's like so they're both everybody can be metalcore entire, if they tried <laughs> entirely different yeah. yeah it's always just a big 
been a big mystery to me. I just like say when I listen to hardcore metal stuff like that, I just say death metal for everything, even though I know it's not <laughs> death metal. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I love death metal. Like, I know what hey. death metal is. I just it's just the easiest term. Death metal's death metal, man. Death metal's death metal. Um, but who who got you into playing the stuff that if you, if you were into punk, like what bands, what albums? got you into playing metalcore like who, what was the most pivotal thing you listened to Ooh, i um i still am a huge fan of every time i die well yeah they're one I of was, my favorite bands yeah. i was just up in buffalo to see them they're doing some kind of wild tour right now right yeah i think yeah. they're going to europe and they're playing with like a bunch of big bands but definitely every time i die yeah. i was obsessed with uh the big dirty i think it was their fourth album but i just listened to that like nonstop. They have they do have really good records. I like once I started to get into that stuff. I remember I found from Parts Unknown on Spotify. Oh my god! And I was obsessed with that record for a while. The, the guitarist to Converge is the guy who recorded that record. Uh-huh. And I wish they would record with him all the time. I love the production that that oh, guy Kurt does. Oh, Kurt Ballou. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget. I always forget how to say his last name. Yeah, he's he does like everything. He's, yeah, he's like producer, the engineer on literally every metal mm-hmm. record. I think he did the Code Orange album. I think he did both of them. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, also, I think he did Full of Hells, at least one of them. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I think he, he did one of them. His productions are so frantic. I, know. I love it. And he can do like crazy, like black metal stuff, also, and then also yeah. like sludgier stuff. Like yeah. I think he did the Russian, like maybe one or two Russian Circles albums. I've been meaning to listen to them for so long. Oh, they're great. And I, I saw, saw them live. I saw them live too. Was it at? Was it at? Uh, oh fuck! Where was Spirit? it? Spirit. Was it upstairs? Spirit? No, they opened for somebody. It was at Stage AE. I forget who they opened for though. Shit, I don't know. I, I, th- like I, I think they might have there. opened for Mastodon. Really? Yeah, it was Russian Circles, Eagles of Death Metal, and Mastodon. Oh, that's right. That was not long ago. Yeah, I it was wanted a few to years go to ago. that show. You know what? I always Mastodon. The one Mastodon show I went to, I was disappointed by. Which and one I, was it? It was the one with Clutch at Stage A. I don't like Clutch, so I didn't stick around for Clutch, and they opened for Clutch. Oh, they so open for they, Clutch? Oh, I think they were doing like a co-headlining tour where they were like uh, flipping a coin every night to like see who played last, but... You don't yeah. like Clutch. I don't, I'm, I'm surprised that guy. you don't like Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I talked about this and I think the podcast with JJ, like everyone <laughs> assumes that me and everyone in my band are huge Clutch guys. It just fits you guys. <laughs> it <laughs> like, sort of does. I mean, it does. I love Clutch though, man. I saw I, them. I saw them this summer. Really? With a, it was such a weird lineup. It was Killswitch Engage, Clutch, and some other metalcore band that I don't even remember. That's an incredibly weird. It was the the crowd was so diverse Mm. because you have like your metalcore kids going to see Killswitch, and you have have, like like, your dads, like forty year olds drinking IPAs (laughs) to Clutch. It was fucking weird. Yeah, it is weird. I hate Killswitch Engage. I don't know anything about them. They did. They did like two songs i think two songs like two that were good maybe (laughs) two famous songs yeah everything else is just like yeah um so you were into every time like because no one starts off like i I think i was thinking about this today but no one starts off like listening to to metal stuff like you have to like gradually get into it yeah was there a band that like 
was like the transition period into that like because i think for me it was definitely like deftones like i think mm-hmm. i think deftones is the one band i was like this is kind of like the stuff i like but it's way heavier yeah yeah and way crazier i think um i think the band for me was system of the down Okay, that's a good pick. Cause yeah. oh, I I think everybody used to listen to Metallica, mm-hmm. and I, I was like listening to them when I was like five. Yeah, but like I never really listened to anything heavier than Metallica. Yeah. Metallica nowadays isn't even that heavy. But no, they're not. They're just yeah. Uh, I remember I was like ten years old, and I found the video for BYOB. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck yeah. is this? Like, this yeah. isn't Metallica or it, Green this, Day. This is fucking heavy. This is something in between. And I, like, just obsessed over them, like, all yeah, through, like, the insane. rest of middle school. System of a Dine used to, like, really scare me. I don't yeah. know. Like, they're one of those bands, but when you're, when you're young, when you're a young kid, it's just like, oh, I don't want to see that anymore. <laughs> like, you're just like, like yeah. I don't know what I just saw, but it was not something I'm ready for yet. It's fucking terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I rem- and, like, I knew BYOB because it used to always play on the radio. Yeah. Like, I, I remember know, yeah. when it came out, like, in, like, 2005, uh-huh. and I would, I, would, I would always hear it on the radio, and I'd be like, this is fucking terrifying. Mom, turn this shit <laughs> Mom, off. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I this isn't this, smashing pumpkins, please. <laughs> I thought the same thing. I had the same kind of moment when I the first time I saw the music video for "No One Knows" by Queens of the Stone Age. Mm-hmm. Like I remember mm-hmm. seeing it, thinking it was like the like thinking the music was pretty awesome, but then seeing Josh Homme and thinking that he was Craig Kilborn, which is <laughs> an actor that he looks exactly like. Yeah. And then saw the bass player who has like this goatee, bald head, no shirt. That terrified me. <laughs> I've never seen a guy like that. And then I knew Dave, that Dave Grohl was the drummer, and I knew him from Foo Fighters. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This has got to be some sort of joke band." <laughs> I was like, "This, is, <laughs> this I was isn't like, real." Whatever this is, it's like there's actors playing the band members, and that's actually what's happening. But yeah. <laughs> and then like ten years later, you're like, "Oh wait, that was amazing." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why didn't I listen to Why all their songs when I was four? <laughs> when I was four. <laughs> Right. Um, I'm not too familiar with Queens of the Stone Age. Oh man! But my one of my favorite bands. I mean, I've like sort of gotten off the wagon a little bit, like in the past couple of years, probably since college. Yeah. But like that was like my big one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Deftones and Queens were like the the coming over period for me because Queens has a few like really crazy screaming songs. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Deftones though, so I'm happy you brought them up. Well, I love Deftones. I flew out to California last year mm-hmm. to see System of a Down and Deftones headline a festival. Was did they play with Incubus or am I thinking of a different Yes, tour? it was yeah. with Incubus and it was, it was a weird one. Amazing. Yeah. Incubus wasn't that good. I love Incubus, but they sounded like shit. I have always like been like a supporter of like a an Incubus supporter because everyone talks shit. Sideline fan. Yeah, Sideline fan because everyone's like, it's Incubus. or like a bro band. It's like, no, they're, they're a little bit more than that. Their right. first record was like straight up new metal. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. But and a little bit of like, no, I'm thinking of Hoobastank. Never mind. Oh my God. <laughs> I know. I just know that Hoobastank was a ska band when they when they started off. Really? And that explains their name. Yeah. Hoobastank. <laughs> 
Everything makes sense yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. I saw them open for Velvet Revolver when I was in fourth grade. Oh my god. Yeah, it was it was crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like Velvet Revolver? Do you know who that is? It's it's with like Scott was, and Slash, it was, right? There was Guns N' Roses with Scott Weiland from Stone Temple Pilots. That's another band. Singer. To me, this has like that one song. Where if you like put it on, you're like, yeah. Yeah, and then, then everything, everything else, else is just <laughs> like it's either Guns N' Roses or Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> yeah, we are we we used to be a cover band and we used to cover the one Velvet Revolver song. Like, it's like for Slither, a, right? Yeah, Slither. Yeah, yeah. We, used to, we used to cover that because I remember that was another one I saw in fourth grade and was like, wow, I like <laughs> loved it, but was also terrified. And then two years later, was like, I have to play that. <laughs> but um, I was in a Green Day cover band when I was in sixth grade. A Green Day cover band, and we only played deep cuts because we thought we were edgy, <laughs> even though they're a multi-platinum fucking yeah. band. We thought nobody knows these songs, so like, we're gonna blow people. Like away. which which songs? I mean, I just I probably we, don't even know them. We play like deep cuts off a of Nimrod. Okay, like we played. Uh, oh, fuck. I don't even know if I know any Green Day deep cuts. Yeah, I <laughs> I'm sad that I know so many Green Day songs. There, that that's what I learned guitar on. Yeah. Like I just only learned Green Day songs. <laughs> I knew how to play Enter Sandman and the whole entire Green Day discography. R- the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's I would never peg you for a green like being a Green Day number one fan. I grew out of it. Like <laughs> some point at some point in high school, and After I was American like, idiot. Yeah, I was like, all right, this mainstream. is good. Yeah. I'm. Per- I think it was the. Tri- I think the trilogy is what killed them for. Me. Oh, Uno, Dos, and Trace. Yeah. Did they do that just just because their la- their drummer's name is like Trey or something like that? Probably. Pro- it's probably. like a really bad. You dad know joke. what? Yeah. We it's should like, do this. We should put out three albums in three days. I don't know. It was like really <laughs> close to each other. I remember. Oh, fuck. I remember whenever they were coming out, they all like leaked two weeks before they actually came out. Yeah. I thought it was so cool because I went out on like Pirate Bay, downloaded the torrents, and got a Hell bunch yeah. of viruses on my computer. Oh, yeah. Well, but I got I'm to listen it. to the Green Day album two yeah. weeks before it came out, and it was shit. And I, I was st- mad. <laughs> I still do stuff like that. I still will leak albums. I have no idea why. I'm like just an over anxious person. I've tried stopping myself from doing yeah, that. Yeah, I, I did. Just because I feel bad, because I feel like if somebody like stole my music yeah, you'd be, at you'd first be i'd be like off. fuck yeah. yeah but then i'd be like wait he just stole ten dollars from me give it back i used to do i used to leak the album and then i would go i would buy it on itunes and mm-hmm. then i would go buy the the vinyl like do way too like way yeah. too much like overkill it's like guilt yeah i was like <laughs> i gotta oh, make up for i heard it. it two weeks early i gotta buy i gotta buy it twice there's <laughs> no reason at all but uh yeah and would have never pegged you for a green day guy um, More you know. I know. I guess we all have the you know weird thing. My th- the thing that no one ever thinks about me is that I used to be a big Kings of like only Kings of Leon guy. No fucking yeah, way. Yeah, that was my thing. That's another band for me. That's just like they have one song. That's all I, I know. Well, the th- do they have albums? They like, have. Al- <laughs> I've never pictured <laughs> them having a, an album. They have <laughs> albums. I remember when you somebody came out and just like girls in my high school being like like obsessed with it and then I was just starting a band at the time so I was like we have to cover this <laughs> and then I started listening to their albums their first album no one knows this but their first album is like one of the coolest southern rock albums ever like, southern rock it's their they, they're a Nashville band 
in oh, Tennessee. Okay. So their first album is like this. I don't know if you listen to the Strokes at all. I've listened to him a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but it sounds like the Strokes if they went like really down and dirty Southern rock, like wow. crazy. And I grew up listening to a lot of Southern rock because my dad. So like when I found that, I was just like, wow, this is amazing. Wow. And no one realizes that a ton of their songs are in like Fairly Brothers movies. Like no, like I remember watching like Ricky Bobby and like two of their songs from that album pop up. I'm like, why do I know this? Huh? Yeah. I didn't know they were in movies. <laughs> yeah, either. they were they were secretly good, and then they just started sucking. For they've forever. made sex is on fire until and now. It just went downhill until now. They suck. Are they still a band? I believe so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They made an album called Walls, and I've never heard a more <laughs> boring sounding thing. Like no one's gonna want to hear that. I just based don't want to listen to it. <laughs> walls. walls. It's not um, like the wall. It's just it, walls. It just walls. Miscellaneous just, walls yeah, just, everywhere. Yeah, just boring walls. <laughs> um. So, you have this EP coming out. Yes. How did you guys, how do you guys write songs? I mean, this is, uh, I mean, I, I'm not in a metal band. I don't know how it works. But um, how, did, how did you guys collaborate on this? Um, a lot of it started with me just writing demos. Because mm-hmm. I write constantly. Like, yeah. Even if it's just, like, dumb shit. I have, like, yeah. voice memos in my phone of me humming riffs. Sure. But like, yeah, I, I usually make like full song demos, mm. and I'll show them to everybody, and then they either say we don't like it, if we do like it, we can work on it, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that's kind of how the first three singles we put out mm-hmm. came together. Yeah. But with the EP, it was a lot more involved with everybody. Yeah. Everybody kind of pitched in more. They were like saying ideas that they wanted, or like. You know, pitching yeah. ideas, changing parts, writing things. That's so, cool. yeah, I'm really proud with how it turned out because it feels like more of a group effort yeah. than a uh, than me writing some demos and then we just put it out. Yeah, which I've, is very nice. It's it's a different feeling. Yeah. whenever you all write together, when you write together because it no, feels I, like there's more of a connection to it. Yeah, it's really I def- cool. I agree. I agree mm-hmm. with that. I used to be like, oh, like I'll write everything, and then you know, if you don't like it, then I don't, you're just gonna have to go with it. Like, sorry, but now it's like, all right, let's let's hear let's hear if yeah. you think this is shitty or not. Um, but uh, yeah, I was always curious about that because like, I don't know if I could write like writing metal like hardcore fast riffs is just way different than anything I ever did. So like, I feel like it would just be harder to come into like a a, a rehearsal and and bring something that's like super fast or there's a little secret that I have okay, and it works it. like 80% of the time let's hear it if you have a riff and you speed it up like like you may play like two times faster yeah. then you have a metal riff okay like if so it's any dissonant any riff could be a metal riff if you try hard enough yes <laughs> hard enough. if you if you add like panic chords and shit in yeah. there and you just play it super fast it mm. usually turns out pretty good so a lot of the a that's lot a of good, the riffs uh, that I write Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I was just saying. Uh, a lot, of the, a lot of them are like slow, sludgy mm-hmm. things. Cause I, I've been on a huge kick for like the past two years of just like listening to slower, like, like sludgy. Yeah. yeah, and I just like hear something and I'll be like, all right, 
I want to play that. Yeah. So I like change it a little bit. Whoa. Then I play it super fast. So, and then you're like, I'm like, oh fuck yeah, this is for cutting ties now. Like, <laughs> you just like steal a song or just like speed it up and it's yeah. unrecognizable. I've been meaning to write like a stoner album for like two years oh, at this man. point. I would love to write a stoner album. Oh my god. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it's so great. It, every time I try to do it, I always speed up the riffs and it's like, oh okay, go into my hardcore <laughs> band. Yeah, it's this, fine. Yeah, this is it's fine. It's a, at least it's gonna be a song. It's <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, I think you and Giovanni a long time ago showed me like a demo of like. Yes, a, like something that was almost like a a doom band. Yes, Lunas, as I think yeah, is what Lunas. we were calling. Yeah, it. it was really cool. We need to work on that again. Yeah, you should because that would be I would I would pay all the money for that. <laughs> That's it was so weird when we did that because we wrote that in like an hour, really? and then we were like, all right, it's done. <coughs> we're doing it. Then we just never did it again. They never did it. Yeah. Oh man, you it's gonna follow. be in purgatory for you the next year. You gotta follow through with that. It sounded so cool. Whenever Daisy Chain stops being amazing, yeah. Whenever Daisy Chain stops, you can being come the, to me and raid Stoner Riffs with me. The best band. Oh yeah. my god. I don't Their even like want to like. I can't even like talk to them. I'm just like God, it's just too good. Like you guys are fucking. And now, now you're like, fan. Yeah, we just played the release show and like it was. There were so many people there. The crowd like, there looked wild. Oh my god. Yeah, everyone was going nuts. It was so fun. Like they they were in, so good live. <laughs> Ethan's just a a wizard. I don't oh know. He's he's crazy. But they're, um, they're definitely one of the bands in Pittsburgh that I'm jealous of. Oh yeah, right now. Like I just for wish sure. like for, right now I am jealous. And, <laughs> I and never usually get jealous. I hate that they like they don't talk down on themselves, but they like they're make like, it seem like uh, you know we just kind of get together and like nah, you guys are like nah, you guys doing something <laughs> different. There's something happening that we don't yeah, know about. They're definitely sacrificing something. To <laughs> sacrificing JJ yeah. in a basement. <laughs> I love those videos. Those are good. Thank God. Yeah. This um, got progressively more like chaotic. Oh yeah, and it was perfect. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's a great record. It's like definitely it's probably in my top of the year. I'd have to oh, say. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Didn't expect it to be like that i knew it was gonna be good but mm-hmm. i didn't know it was gonna be like wow this is in my top f- maybe five <laughs> yeah it was great yeah i remember like over the past year like jeb would show me like demos that they were doing yeah I've, i heard a lot of that and too. i was like all right this is pretty yeah. good but yeah. I, I haven't heard any of the finished like fully mm. mixed and mastered songs until it dropped and i yeah. was like this is nothing like i was shown <laughs> right. They have ghostwriters. This is fucking yeah, amazing. We're calling you out, Daisy <laughs> Chain. You guys have fucking ghostwriters. I, I love you guys. You guys, you guys are great. That brings me to my next question, though. Okay. So I did actually hear a demo of a Cutting Ties song a couple weeks ago, if you remember. A couple months ago, probably. Um, when I came. Yeah. yeah when I, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You sh- okay. <laughs> you, showed me, you showed me a demo, and it like the thing I always notice about your guys' music is you have I mean it's metal it's metalcore um, hardcore stuff but mm-hmm. it does have like a pop sensibility to it mm-hmm. and especially the song you sent I don't know what that song do you remember what the, what it's called I think we showed you one called Counterfeit okay I think that's I think it was called something different but now it's called Counterfeit okay so the song Counterfeit like had like it was like almost dancey in a yeah, way like it yeah. was really fun Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just my taste in music, but it I mean it has a, a pop songwriting sensibility mm-hmm. to it. Do you guys do that on purpose? Is it? I I love like the verse chorus yeah. verse chorus yeah. like feel to it, and I also love corn, which yeah. is which that song was heavily influenced mm-hmm. by. 
It's like the dancey shit. Yeah, corn and like limp biscuit almost, yeah, but not yeah. like I love completely. limp biscuit. <laughs> I know we talked about limp biscuit too. Yeah, did, that, did I show you this? <laughs> For anyone that's listening, <laughs> Noah's showing me his phone case that has the Limp Biscuit logo on the back. Of it. Limp Biscuit is a band that did not deserve as much hate as they got. You know what? They, you're right about that. Because <laughs> I listened to Limp Biscuit when I was a kid, and then started to listen to them again after I came over to to your space that one day, <laughs> just because I was like reminded of it. And then like we, it's I so put good. on break stuff, and I was just like, this is amazing. It's so good. Yeah. So you could but, say like bands like Limp Bizkit and Korn are like influenced in, in your music. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of where my taste comes in mm-hmm. because I definitely was a new metal kid. Oh, yeah. Like I I first started with System of a Down, then yeah. I got into like Korn, mm-hmm. Slipknot, all those mm-hmm. bands. And yeah, we uh, – I kind of was like, all right, this has to happen. Yeah. Like we yeah. have to we have, have to a like new this. metal song. Yeah. And everybody was like, I mean, it sounds good, so we'll roll with <laughs> <It's>, it. <laughs> no, it was super cool. Is, it, is the rest of the the EP, like, does it sound like that, or is it more like a metalcore influence? Um, the thing that I'm, re- I'm really proud of it, because uh, every song has its own vibe to it. Mm-hmm. Like, that one song, Counterfeit, has the very, like, dancey and new metal vibe. We do have like a straight up metalcore song on there that was like the singles that we recently put out. Mm. Then we have a party song, which okay. we're actually gonna be dropping a video for soon. Oh sweet! And uh, then we have this like a fast thrashy, like headbanger to okay. close out the whole EP. I love it. So everything is kind of like scattered, but it still all sounds like a cohesive unit. Yeah, that's so. super cool. We try to pick from as many influences as we can. Yeah. Because, like I said before, we're all over the place with what Mm -hmm. we like to listen to. Yeah. So we uh, definitely tried reaching out, grabbing from different areas, and just putting something unique together. That's the thing. The cool thing about you guys is that, like, not, you know, it's hard to get people that have never heard, like, are not metal people to listen to anything that's in that realm. Mm -hmm. But I've always thought you guys are way more, like, accessible in that way. Even, like, Remission and now in Cutting Ties, it's always like, no, you can really jam to this. Like, like, it has the verse-chorus, verse-chorus type of stuff. Uh The riffs are easy to get into, and it's, you know, fun and dancey, but it's... uh, it's it's not like too far off from any from anything. It's 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 pretty neat. I'm I'm definitely yeah. excited for this EP. <laughs> Thank Is you. it four really? songs? Yes. That's cool. All right, yes. four, nice and short. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think it's eleven minutes long. Nice. I love so, that. <laughs> I just love the short. Getting stuff. to the point, and getting it out there. Yeah. And yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. Um. So I was talking a little bit before about how I was at your your space. Mm-hmm. And you showed me that song, and that for the, I was at your space because I was recording. I was trying to at least record something with you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was awesome due to you, but it didn't work out because of me because I'm such a shitty drummer. Oh no, you're not. And, <laughs> well, I mean, what I wanted to say was, I was such a shitty drummer, and you're such an, a great like mixing engineer, like like audio engineer that it really accentuated how bad it was <laughs> i did so not I mean like, to do that I'm no sorry. i know it, like you did great it was just me i was just like I, I can't believe how how poorly i played everything but that's what i wanted to ask you about i mean i know that you're in a band but i know but you're doing the audio mixing for uh, did you do it for this for the ep 
Um, I recorded the EP, okay. but we sent you're it to our buddy it. Shane Evans to mix and master. Oh, okay. But you're but you do it for the band Rick. Mm-hmm. You do it for DIY amputations. Yes. And you did it for the Steel City Death Club live yes, session. Yes, the live videos. videos. And it all sounds like great. Thank you. And I've, that's something I always thought was really. And did you do it for the Johnny Hates Forty Five records on Bandcamp? I did it for the ones when I was in the band. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think so I, I did everything from a. Uh, Watch out for your watch out for your ears. Okay. Up. Okay. Yeah, I've so. I've I think I've heard I, I think I've seen it on band. Those were so. all awful. <laughs> no, they I, were sweet. I, I love those. I'm in school for that now, yeah. so like I'm obviously like learning a lot more. Oh, okay. So back then I yeah. was just like I want to do it, yeah. <laughs> so I just kind of did it. Yeah. So it was a learning experience, and I can't I can't really go back and listen to them now. Oh, okay. But so now it's like yeah. Now it's just like oh, but like, this was, is so much better. What was young me doing? Yeah. yeah. But, I'm uh, sure. I think I think it will just be like that for the rest of my life. I'll yeah, look like, like ten little... years from now. I'll look back on all this and be like, "That was fucking <laughs> That's trash. Fucking terrible." But yeah, but I, I do appreciate that. Thank no, you. No, it's it's really cool. And um, so that's something you probably want to like. You're, you're if you're in school for it. I didn't know you're in mm-hmm. school for it. But, yeah. Um, so that's something you're definitely gonna do more of, right? I'd hope. I'd like to hope so. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's it's really neat that you can do that as well. It's fun. I, yeah. I like. Obviously, I like being in a band and like being more hands on. But I also mm. was really fascinated with like the behind the scenes yeah. stuff because yeah, I was yeah. I was always interested in how like records sounded. Mm. So even when I was like a little kid, I loved like like panning shit in the background yeah. and uh, just like how things like how records sounded different from one another. Because yeah. I didn't really understand that when I was younger. Mm. I just kind of figured music existed. Right. right. So it's really cool. Yeah. Like being more behind the scenes instead of being up front with a lot of things yeah and uh yeah it's just really cool do you think by now you have like do you think you've developed your own like style like do you have like a um, production style or a mixing style that you like go to a lot or like do you, is there certain effects and like compression and stuff that you do like right away when you're going in to mix a song um the first thing i usually do when i mix a song is uh after everything's like leveled out and everything, I love putting parallel compression on drums. Okay. Which is, uh, you send all the drums to a compressor, mm-hmm. and you compress the living shit out of it, mm-hmm. and then you like mix the compressed signal with the raw output signal of the drums. Mm-hmm. So it gives it a lot. It makes it boomier. Makes okay. it sound like a little more full. Okay. That's so probably do, my favorite thing yeah. to do. So you do have your own little secrets and. and- yeah, tricks. I wouldn't say they're my own. I think this was like a thing that happened in like New York in the eighties. Oh, okay. But still, something it that sounds so cool that I can't not you bring use into it. The 2019 yeah, Pittsburgh everybody scene. needs to do that everybody. again. <laughs> <coughs> no, they sound really good. And Thank you. Um, yeah, the 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 record is has <laughs> like one of my was that this year. I think it was. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think yeah. that was like in February, January, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I remember it's pretty it early. being cold out when I when yes. I got one of those. But that that's like one like a surprising like favorite of mine of the year, just because of yeah. how like wild that sounds. Like I tried not to put that on my list because uh, I had a hand in it because I recorded it. Yeah. But uh, oh, Luke was mad it. at me because I didn't put it on my list. And I was like, <laughs> I can't put my own shit on there even though it's not mine it still has my name on it oh yeah i think i did see that mm-hmm. on facebook but uh, but yeah they um no i, th- I love that whenever i record i went to high school with luke oh, okay i think he's like two grades below me maybe okay. and uh he was the only person i knew in rick at the time okay 
I I like knew who Brandon was and like yeah. Graham and all of them, but I never really like yeah talked to him. Yeah. So it was awkward because I didn't really know what they wanted mm. and I had no clue what the hell they sounded like. Yeah. Oh, there's a weird band to pin down. Yeah. yeah. And I was expecting it to be awful. Yeah. <laughs> just because like it's a bunch of I hate to say kids, but you know, they're kids. And <laughs> they're very young, I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just expecting to be like the biggest shit show. Yeah. And I was getting paid to record it. But you but it went over well. Yeah. And yeah. I think it mainly has to go to Brandon. Yeah. Because he's such a tight drummer oh, that yeah, I Brand- feel like if he just plays drums on anything, it'll mm. sound amazing. It does. He's he's so <laughs> it's like, crazy. He's never off time in anything. <clears throat> And it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah, that, I I love that. It was a thing I surprisingly was like, wow, like this is pretty cool. And I thought it was really cool that they were younger and you were like working with them. It was like they had their own like <laughs> Rick Rubin type of dude <laughs> <laughs> that they were like working with. Like it's yeah. it's pretty neat. Um, I will say I don't know if I'm allowed to say this, so I'm sorry, Rick, but we are record. I am recording an album for them. Oh yeah, we have. Um, I think we have six tracks done. This is why I love this podcast. Yeah, I get all the news first. I hope they don't get mad at me for saying that. Well, but sorry, guys. We only recorded six songs, <laughs> and we had to record six more, I think. Oh, wow. Hell so, yeah. That's awesome. I'm excited. Be, lo- be on the lookout awesome. for that next year. Yeah. They right. have a show that uh, I think is December 21st. Uh-huh. And on the flyer, it says EP release show. Uh-huh. And I text them. I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> like, We haven't recorded shit. Is that of this, that's this year? Yeah, it's not an EP release show. That was a mistake. Oh, okay. <laughs> but that's the reason why we're recording this album I saw that now. today. I think I mm-hmm. saw it and was like, oh, wow, a new Rick release. That's amazing. But it's not real. Yeah, no- nothing's coming out. Um, <laughs> God damn it. I, unless they want to drop the six songs we already did. Yeah. But that's not my choice. Well, fuck. I'm hopeful for anything. <laughs> it should be out by next yeah. year. <laughs> All right, good. Depends on whenever we can get together. Um. Speaking of all this, speaking of crazy records, we were talking about when you when you first got here. But DIY amputations. This mm-hmm. is a this is like <laughs> your newest recording project that I'm a huge fan of. If anyone hasn't checked it out yet, it's uh, it's on Bandcamp. Um, if you dare, it's on Bandcamp. If you, if you dare, under <laughs> DIY amputations, it's your project with basis and cutting ties, Zach Bird. Yes. Um, it's just. A crazy sounding and hilarious and like the art like the album art is always like crazy and cool <laughs> at the same time as well how did this idea come about and how and like what are your expectations with it if it's like when it's a band camp thing and it doesn't seem like you're taking it too seriously but like it is like a it, really it's fun, real I, it's I, a I real will admit thing it's real it's a fun listen yeah but um the Zach and I, we always talk about like doing projects together. Yeah, and this was the only one that actually got fleshed out. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how like it started because we thought this would be the easiest one. Yeah, because I mean we get together for like a half hour and crank out six songs. Like, yeah, it's it's easy and it we think it's hilarious yeah. and <laughs> we're happy other people enjoy it too. Yeah, and I forget we call. We call ourselves an anime grind band. Okay, I like that. None of us watch anime. (laughs) Like, I forget. I I think a buddy of mine from high school drew a picture. It was, it was the cover for our first EP. Yeah, I know that was had some anime on it. It was um, 
do you know like those online drawing boards like you can get in like a in a room with a group of people and just draw stuff uh no but that's it's cool. it's a very like niche thing yeah but they exist yeah i was in there with like six people from high school and they just started drawing because they're all like visual artists and i was i remember i was just going around and drawing dicks on everything (laughs) like there was like a garfield and at one point like i put balls on his hand that's like dumb shit like that yeah so i took a screen cap of that because i was like i might be able to use this someday Mm -mm. and i asked them because you know they drew it i was like I don't have to say anything, but can we use this for my band? And they were like, what kind of fucking band are you in? You're like anime grind. (laughs) So that's kind of where it all started. We were just like, eh, we can do it in a little bit of time. Yeah. It works. It's super fun. Super funny to listen to. I love that song. I can't remember the name. I just know how, I just know the words to it. I think it's called like, don't touch my fucking GameCube or something yes, like that. Yeah. So funny. I remember, oh my God. I remember when we wrote that, yeah. we, um, Zach did the lyrics and I said, we should name this. Don't touch my fucking GameCube. <laughs> Cause he clearly says Xbox in the song. Oh, does he? And we laughed about that for like 20 minutes. <laughs> just, like, just because the title was GameCube. The title was wrong. And he just says Xbox in the song. <laughs> Mom, what the fuck? <laughs> so good. We had a blondes practice that, like, the day that came out. No, it was the day of the of the Grant mm-hmm. release, and I think Nick and and Buddy didn't like know what the what it was, and I, like me and my brother did. So we're like, just like, they're like, what's DIY mutations? And we're like, just check this out. And we played it, and we just like we listened to it like over and over again for like. I don't know. Did they know that it was me and Zach? We told them it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> we told them it was, and they're were, they were just like, wow, this is hilarious, and we can't, we're going to see this in like a few hours. I'm glad you guys are our biggest fans. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> we, we are. Well, probably not the biggest fans, but... Um, I don't know of any other fans that we have. But we definitely are big <laughs> fans. I don't know. Yeah. You, I would say maybe your mom or, or something. Does your, do, you, do your parents listen to that stuff? Um, My mom listens to like metal Really? She, she's the person who got me into a lot of bands that I listen to now. Oh wow! She doesn't listen to grindcore. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of parents don't. But she but. she loves cutting ties. She's That's probably good. the biggest supporter that I know. That's she's, good. It's wholesome. Yeah, I I'm like afraid to like put. I'm afraid to show like any of my family my music, <laughs> like anyone my music. I can't imagine. Like, is it weird if people like ask you like to hear your stuff? Like people that you know are not going to be. It. I wouldn't. It. I hate like. Unless I'm, like, friends with them and they're, like, in the music, too. Mm -hmm. I hate sitting there and listening to songs with people. (laughs) I'll just be like, I'll send you it tonight. (laughs) I'll send them a link and I'll just be like, just let me know what you think. Yeah, I do that, too. People ask for it and then I'll say I'll send it to you and then I never, ever do it. (laughs) And then they're like, like, weeks later, I'm like, they're like, oh, what, can you please send me that? Like, I haven't heard it. I'm like, sure, and I'll send it to them and then they'll be like, oh, that's good good job honey (laughs) yeah there was a woman at work that asked me for like i don't know probably three months to send me a song and i was like yep yep uh, mm -hmm, yeah sure and i just never did it just look it up on fucking Bandcamp. (laughs) yeah look it up um all right dude so your ep Mm -hmm. is being released on january 10th Mm -hmm. and the release show is on january January 11th. 11th yes is there anything else coming up uh, we're we're dropping the video probably oh, the a music week. Video, that's right. We're probably dropping it a week before 
the EP actually drops. Mm. The song is called Ring Around the Rosary. Okay, I love that. And that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. It's going to be <laughs> it's going to be fun. Yeah. There's a lot of people getting tackled, so yeah. oh, I'm excited. Damn. <laughs> I like it. Um all right, we that was Noah Summers. Thank you for coming. Thank on you the for pod. having me. Yeah, super fun. All right, dude. See you next time. <laughs>